everyone. This is the Minnesota Week in Review Quiz Show podcast. That was our amazing panel that's gathered this week, just like every week, where uh, we've got three hilarious people who we are going to ask some questions about things that happened in the news this week in Minnesota. My name is Tane Danger. I uh, am playing Quizmaster today, and I get the pleasure of asking some uh, of very fun people here uh, uh, some great questions about this week's news. You are welcome to play along. But first up, uh, I will introduce our panel this week. To my right, uh, Miss Kelly Kolbacher. Hello. Hello. Hi, Kelly. What's going on? Uh, I am getting ready for the spring season of Theater of Public Policy, and I'm very excited about that. That is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear we are going to do a show about animals. We are? We are going to do a show about animals. Are we going to have animals on the show? That is what we are working on, but you can't... I don't know if that is technically allowed by our theater venue or not, so oh. don't mention it until so like they're already there and adorable. I'll just bring my dog in yeah. case. So That's good. Yeah, bring as many animals as possible. So this spring at the theater... Of this spring, the Theater of Public Policy, Mondays in April and May at the Bryant Lake Bowl. Right, 7 yeah. p.m. 7 p.m. Good. Uh, next to you, Miss Heather Meyer. Hello. Hi, Heather Meyer. What's going on with you? Um, I'm about to go into previews for the Brave New Workshop show, Love and Other Social Diseases. Aw, so that's it's, it's negative. Kind of, um, yeah, I'm, well... Love has a lot of perspectives on it. It does. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, I'm tired of talking about love. Okay. (laughs) But the show is very, very fun. And then you have another show coming up in March. I do. I do. Piggybacked on that is Women's History Month, the historical comedy bration with fabulous prizes, the science edition. (gasps) Pew, 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 pew. Um, Yep. So I have a cast of eight incredible performers who are creating the show and we're putting together this whole whole thing about women in science that are not Marie Curie. That's great. And when is when can people see that? March 17, 24 and 31 at the Bryant Lake Bowl. Very cool. Awesome. All right. And then across the table from you is uh, recently back from Adventures Abroad, Dr. James Robinson. Hey, Tane. Hey, Jim. How's it going with you? Things are going well. Speaking of animals, I I learned something, uh, that koalas are so lethargic because they spend virtually all of their energy digesting eucalyptus leaves, and they're not really even made to digest them. So it's this kind of weird thing that happened. We should explain to the audience that you were in Germany this whole time. Right, yeah. yeah. I was was in Australia, and that's the last time I'll try that. And uh, yeah, I had a great time. You Wonderful did. time. Did you bring us back a koala? It seems like they'd be easy to catch. Apparently, they smell really oh. bad. So yeah. yeah, so I did not know. Um, and I and I had some um, Vegemite, which we talked about before the show, but you can't take it on the plane into the United States. So really, well, you could put it in your luggage, but I did all carry on. So huh? Wait. So you can bring it to the states. I chose not to bring it to the states. I didn't want to check in any luggage. Got it. Okay. That's different than that, like, the Trump administration has set up a ban on Vegemite, like a tariff of a thousand percent. Well, you know, the yeast, anyway. Okay, so uh, thank you all so much for being here. I have uh, four questions about things that happened this week in Minnesota News. Uh, I'll ask the question, and then if you have an idea of what the correct answer is or what a better answer is, you can ding in. Uh, This week, we start a little easy, probably, and get harder as we go along. So, question one. Who announced earlier this week that they are making an announcement at Boom Island Park this weekend? 
Dr. James Robinson. Amy Klobuchar. That is the correct answer that yeah. we just jumped into right away. That's yeah. only the second time in the show's history someone has gotten the correct answer as the first answer. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So are you so yes, Amy Klobuchar yeah. has said that she is going to have an announcement at Boom Island Park. Mm-hmm. Uh there is going to be Coco and live entertainment. Right. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah. No, uh, please, Heather. I have a better answer. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, Jim gets a point for the correct answer, but I will entertain a better answer. Um, I would like to remember everyone who was listening that the last time I was on the show, we talked about Nicolas Cage quite a bit, and I would like to say that Nicolas Cage was going to make an announcement at Boom Island about stealing the Minnesota State Constitution. <laughs> Oh, right? wow. Wouldn't that be exciting? That would be uh, locally exciting. It would. Like a whole caper in the Wabasha Caves, getting the Constitution, meeting with Governor Walls, all of that would have been a better answer. <laughs> and of course, Minnesota had, uh, just as fun historical fact, two state constitutions originally. Really? Yes. Which we had a Democratic. What? Which one would he take? Yeah, which is more valuable? Uh, it didn't. So we had. Uh, people think things are very partisan now, but we had a Democratic and a Republican state constitution originally. And the Democrats and the Republicans, when Minnesota was becoming a state, could not agree to even like uh, sign each other's constitutions, and so they each drafted one. Uh, it, you know, in in signs of probably how Minnesota has changed over the years, uh, it was actually the Republican one that eventually went forward, which was good because that was the one that was anti-slavery, uh, which... Because you know, the parties have flipped in history, yeah, they essentially. They have, have, have very different... Well, well they have different not views. Not quite on slavery. Well, but, no, yeah. not on that. But yeah. they have different views, and then the views kind of converged and then unconverged, and it's like a helix, like a double helix. It is just like beautiful, beautiful. And I see that the science show is really gearing up yep. for you. Yeah, I'm so ready. <clears throat> Did you know? Can't remember. So can I just? Uh, so does I don't know. Does anybody have any thoughts on? I, I'll just say uh, I I'm surprised at how many friends I have who are going to go to Amy Klobuchar's announcement. On are you going to go, Jim? I'm not going to go because I will be uh, in a doc a, a mockumentary film. That is being uh, filmed by Jim Snapco on Sunday. However, I would go, and I, I wasn't enthusiastic about Amy Klobuchar until I started to think about it, and now I, I am. I mean, it's in fairness. Well, why? Can I'll just ask why? Because I think I think she's been a great senator, but she also she she just seems very um, very practical. But, That's what people get really excited about at a rally. It's well, just practicality. Exactly. But then I had a friend who was saying that there's always this sort of, um, if I can use the the helix uh, metaphor that Heather introduced and you earlier. Thank yeah, you for thank the you. credit. Yeah. There's always some sort of like a, a pendular thing where where the extremes are circling around each other. We have an extreme in one way at the moment. Amy Klobuchar is the exact opposite in so many ways. In being not extreme. In being not extreme. In, in being, you know, like a, a real legislator, a, 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 a functioning adult. I mean, I think it's a it's a positive thing. Yeah, I'm just pissed that she didn't ask to, like, come and announce on the theater of public policy. But, you know. I wonder, Tane, if she is going to ask us 
to have her on our show for our rabid audience as our first guest this spring. Yeah, that I would think be. That's what she's going to ask. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, so if Amy Klobuchar's people are listening, please uh, get in touch because we're we're filling out the season, so you need to act quickly. Yeah. So they'll take what they can get. Yeah, exactly. And we want to try and fit them in if they can. All right. Good job, uh, Jim. And uh, Heather gets a, a half point for the best callback so far in this show's short history. Um, all right. Let's do. Um, I, I, I called back on her Helix thing. I, I should get a you point got and a, a half. full point. I want a point and a half. Jim, don't be so white manish about mm. this right now. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Question two. The Minnesota team, the team from Minnesota, won what national competition this week? And I will give you a hint. This team from Minnesota was actually the runner-up in the Minnesota competition. The actual winners of the Minnesota competition who were supposed to go to the national competition uh, were not were, – they were disinvited. And so we sent our runner-up Minnesota champion team to the national competition, and they ended up winning. Who is it? For what competition? Kelly Kolbacher. I want to say it's ice sculptures. This is also true. Wow. we This is going to be the fastest quiz show in quiz show history because everyone's just doing all the right answers right from the get-go. That's very exciting. Do you, have, do you want to say more about this? Well, I heard that the, the Minnesota team that was uninvited uh, rather than disqualified had a, a tenuous sculpture. Yes. Submitted. So the team, there was a team in, so this is the Minnesota, or the National Snow Sculpting Competition. And the team that was from Minnesota, uh, it was the same team that went last year. And last year, uh, they had done a, um, a sculpture that was, I, I think it was described as like a pile of poo. Uh, that then they titled something to do with uh, President Trump. Um, and they were planning another, I think they were planning uh, the way that I read it described a snow sculpture this year that was a giant escalator like pulling people underneath it uh, and crushing them, which again was supposed to be a... Uh, a, a metaphor for President Trump and the uh, national competition people did not want something quite so political in their snow sculpting competition. And so they did not invite they asked the Minnesota team not to come. And so Minnesota sent its runner up team who did something much less political. Is Amy Klobuchar on the runner up team? She is uh, in in a variety of ways, probably eventually. Is Nicholas Cage on the runners up team? Uh, he, we have no idea. There was a masked man who kept stealing other snow oh, sculptures. Oh, that's how they were. And is there a sculpture of a double helix? <laughs> or is it of the Democratic Constitution for the state of Minnesota? These are all good. Uh, these are all great callbacks. Um, and since everybody did one, I'm not going to give anyone any points. No. Um, well, very good. So yeah, Minnesota snow sculpting um, snow sculpting champions, national champions, just uh, people apparently don't want politics mixed with their snow sculpting, which I actually think is, I don't know, I think people can handle it. I do too. I think that we have to quit being quite so careful. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Really? Because the whole show is basically, you've been invited here to just riff on things, so you can you can go on. I do think that people could probably handle it, and if they can't handle it, why can't we have what? discourse about it? Why, well, don't, they, why yeah. don't we you know, bring it onto the theater public policy stage 
and and talk about that. It would melt. That's why. Everything melts. We're all just passing through. It's, you know, time's a gift. You should spend it Love right. is a disease. So glad Jim is back from Australia. Yeah. I'm so happy. All right. Let me see if I can get, uh, let me see if I can open this up to somebody not just nailing the question in the first round in this one. Let's see. So question three, what Minnesota CEO announced, or sorry, uh, the C, a Minnesota CEO of what company announced he's quitting this week? Just as his company slash organization announced it was set to run a $20 million deficit this year. I got the absolute right answer. Right line in Kugels. Nope. Uh, that is, uh, I'm sorry, that is A, a Wisconsin-based company. Uh, B, has I a ex- canoe. I we have a lot of canoes here. We do. Their beer tap is a canoe. That is true. Do you have other lining Kugels facts you want to share? Um, they have the honey vice and the berry vice, and there's a shandy. I will say, and my father loves lining Kugels, which I just I don't understand. Like, it was one of my first beer experiences when I was appropriately aged. I did worked in Wisconsin one summer, so that is why I have an affinity for that you name. You you worked in Wisconsin, so you knew it was a Wisconsin. Well. You know, that border between Minnesota and Wisconsin is a little blurry. All right. Uh, that is not correct. Jim Robinson. Is it the CEO of Panacookin? Uh, of what now? Panacookin. What, what is Panacookin? Panacook- you know what Panacookin is, Kelly Kolbacher. You, you know. Yes. 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 It's a pancake. pancake. Yeah, but there was a, a, a chain of restaurants in Minnesota called Panacookin. There's when- still one. There is one up by uh, Harmar, kind of. And one on Excelsior. Well, maybe there are two then. I actually think that there's one. Yeah, I've been to a Panacooka. Right. And yeah. clearly they're in a deficit because no one can remember who they are. <laughs> right. Um, so you think that their CEO is uh, is had announced that it's retiring. It made national or at least state news. And they have a $20 million. That's a lot of pancakes. Yeah, there's a lot of Panacookin. But there's also the um, the the organization the organization for um, to make hearing aids. Starkey? Yeah. Well, um, that is a good... I, actually, I mean, I don't know this. I would guess with baby boomers aging that there are actually probably the, the hearing aid industry is probably doing very well but that's actually relatively that's the closest we've gotten in comparison to beer and panacookins uh hearing aids are the closest but not correct i'm going to give kelly kolbacher a chance to to chime in if she if she wants you have to ding the bell though okay kelly kolbacher oh i mm. This is a good question because there's so many Minnesota-based owned companies. There are. With CEOs. Yes, many of them have said many, many companies have CEOs. Have CEOs. Um I'm uh, is it going to be Target? Ooh, Target. Uh that's actually a very good guess. Um, but no. Is well, it the Target re- Center? Sorry, I just jumped in. Target Center, that Target baseball, Center. basketball place? No. I don't Sorry. think that that's a company. Well? Well, I just know that there are many people who are upset with the newly renovated Richfield Target because oh. it's apparently all of the oh. shelves uh, are not stocked. Oh. Well, and that's why I was thinking that... It's like the Soviet Union. They're losing <laughs> They're losing money and... The CEO is going to bail. So no, none of these are the correct answer. Does anybody know the 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 real correct answer at this point? Yes, Dr. I'd like James to say Robinson. though that for the the Starkey um, 
hearing aids? The, the uh, hearing aids that I was a hand model for a very brief time, and I actually had to demonstrate how to change the battery on your hearing aid. And it they had to do it so that it actually matched the voiceover. And it took about four hours because even though I do have beautiful hands, which you can't they see. Are, all, they are very yeah. nice. Look at that. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. My cuticles. Manicured. Yeah. Well, they're, they're not. That's what's so amazing is this is all natural. Oh, don't brag. But it, it, well, well, anyway, but it took a long time because I could never get the, uh, my hand motion to match the voiceover. It's a problem. Uh, we've all noticed uh, your inability to keep those things together. So, uh, no, that is not correct. The correct answer is... Hennepin Healthcare. Uh, huh. oh. yeah. Hennepin Healthcare, the hospital system. Uh, they, they, uh, their CEO, Dr. John Pryor, is uh, very abruptly resigned. He sent like a one-paragraph uh, resignation letter to the board of directors. Um, this, I mean, if Hennepin Healthcare doesn't mean anything to you, they own and operate uh, HCMC. Oh my gosh! Oh, so. wow. Uh, so they are there. He's quitting and they are in sort of huge financial trouble. This is, I should have said this before the question. This is a segment of every show that we do where we ask a question about a company that we are hoping will someday sponsor this podcast. Panakuken. Uh, yes. Line and Kugels. Yes, we just name drop as many uh, companies as we can, hoping that they hear their name and think, you know what the secret to making up that $20 million deficit is? Is advertising on this podcast. Do Chuck and Don's pet food. Yeah. Oh, Chuck and Don. For the animal show. For the yeah. animal show. Yeah, that is a great idea. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. All Good right. Job, Jim. You get a point. Yes. That I is- don't have points. No, you do. You have half a point. Um, and Kelly has a point, and I'm going to give uh, Jim half a point for that very good suggestion of checking down. All right, uh, last question. Uh, question four. This is the fastest we've gotten through the podcast ever. We so had four questions. We only have four four questions. Mm-hmm. That was quite. We do the first two. You all just knocked down like bam, bam. All right. Question four. Who trekked 15 miles across a, the frozen surface of Lake Superior to get home this past week? I know. Oh, Heather Meyer, Santa Claus. Oh, wait. So how? How? Wait. What? So Santa. We all know Santa Claus. He brings the kids gifts every year in a sleigh with the, the deer in the front. Thank you for the context. <laughs> okay. So he his work. He takes all of January off. So this is his like vacation time. So he lives at the North Pole, but he likes to vacation down in Minnesota. So he had to walk across the lake. He did. Why did he have to walk? To get home. But so does he vacation? Oh, it's deer. They don't take vacation time. Oh, the flying deer. Wow. No. Santa is a cruel boss. Yeah. I mean, there's. we can talk about this on the animal show about Santa's behavioral husbandry management of his deer and whether they're salaried employees or 1099 or independent workers or are they volunteering? I don't know. But he didn't take his deer on his vacation. Um, that is incorrect. I see Dr. James Robinson is about to chime in. Dr. James Robinson. Was it one of the two gray wolves who are abandoning? Yes, the that is island? the correct answer. Wow, we have just destroyed that we this is a completely different kind of quiz show than we have ever done before. 
So it's just basically now a quiz show where it's how quickly can we get to the right answers? But isn't that sad? I mean, yeah. Well, good. Uh, Yes, that's what we want in a comedy quiz show is to just break people's hearts. So yes, Jim Robinson had the right answer. Kelly, do you want to do some actual comedy in this comedy (laughs) quiz show? I was going to say Governor Waltz. Oh, that's fun. Can you can we we riff on that fun part before we just go into Jim's spiral of sadness, his double helix of sadness for gray wolves? I didn't think it was because he had to. I think it was because he wanted to. He wanted to get back to Minnesota from and he was on Isle Royal. Yeah, they dropped him there as part of like his inauguration. They just drop a governor in a random place and then he has to find his way back to the Capitol. That would be that would actually be a reality TV show I would watch yeah. if they randomly dropped governors in random right. in not their own state and Ooh, then they yeah. had to get back home yeah that, it'd that be sort of I would watch. Hunger Games-ish but for governors yes. if they don't get back home they're not governor anymore right? or they have to take over the, the state that they're in they have to retake the capital and it could be called Mayor you brought him or her I don't yep. Yes. Yep. yeah yeah it will and I think while the governor is gone, the deputy governor's in charge. So it's also like two reality shows at once. It's Survivor. Yeah. But also, can the deputy governor be more than a deputy? But then the lieutenant governor kind of doesn't have an incentive. Oh, to, wait. They're called lieutenant governor, yeah. not deputy governor? Deputy governor. Deputy governor, oh. it's like more in the Old West where oh. you had deputy. I'm deputy governor. Uh, <laughs> lieutenant versus deputy. Lieutenant. So, But the lieutenant governor would have a weird incentive to not want their governor to actually come back then probably that makes good dramatic conflict or if their governor doesn't get back then they will be demoted to a deputy <gasps> in the old west in the old west this is complicated I, this was actually all show. in the original democratic constitution for minnesota i don't know if people know that contact nick cage yeah um, he will be in that show he hosts the show and he could be called wolverine All right, well, let's go back to the real story, which was, yes, um, a gray wolf that was moved from Minnesota to Isle Royal National Park uh, last fall. Uh, There's apparently a thing where wolves, when they are put in a new territory, they potentially will try and make their way back home. And this one did, and it required walking all the way across the frozen Lake Superior to get back to what it thought its home territory was, what its home territory was in Minnesota. Heather Meyer. I have a comment. Yes. I, I appreciate we, the buzzing in for the comment. I think we need to backtrack about 30 seconds and realize that Jim Robinson just confused Nicolas Cage and Hugh Jackman. No, no, no. For the Wolverine joke. That's true. No, no, no. Because there's, I, I know that Hugh Jackman is Wolverine and, and Nicolas Cage would be Wolverine. And the reason why I know that is because every time I type in Huffington Post on the um, internet, I always end up with Hugh Jackman first because I... Is that a bookmark page for you? Hugh Jackman? Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who who doesn't have a Hugh Jackman bookmark? Duh. Yeah, it comes with the Apple Safari. Uh, All right. Well, good good job, everyone. So this gray wolf, they're trying to, if anyone's interested in the actual backstory here, they're trying to repopulate the gray wolf population uh, on Isle Royale. And so they've been introducing gray wolves there interestingly there used to be a population of gray wolves there um and then they they dwindled through both uh, for a variety of reasons to the point where there were only two 
um, which I imagine was very boring for those two gray wolves. Like, oh, you again. So they brought in some new ones. Uh, but one of the new ones did not like it and decided to just walk home. All right. Well, that's this week's show, uh, our fastest episode ever. <laughs> Because people got places to be, things to do. Uh, so with that in mind, let's review the scores. So this week, uh, with half a point for uh, the best callback of the show's history, uh, Miss Heather Meyer. Yay! Yay. I, okay, and then uh, with a, a full point, uh, Kelly Kolbacher, first time on the show. Congratulations. Just needed that one point. Yes, it was a very solid point. And with a record score, I believe, for the show of two and a half points, Dr. James Robinson. Thank you. You are this week's winner. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, I hope that uh, you you learned something. Uh, my name is Tane Danger. On behalf of Jim Robinson, Heather Meyer, Kelly Kolbacher, and our producer, Brandon Boat. thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. We'd appreciate any feedback that you might have, telling us what we should change, keep, what things you liked about it, or what you think should be different. If you can contact us through social media, our website, or email, we'd really appreciate that. Thanks for listening.